holy shit, it's Christmas time, ladies and gentlemen, and it's the first ever Great Scott Cinema Club podcast Christmas special. Right. So, Keezy, I know you're a sucker for Christmas. Christmas time is one of our favourite times of year when we were allowed to leave the house. Hi. Um, I remember the year you came up to my house, it was just me and you and Keen, remember? Um, That's right. And me and you ended up absolutely pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, uh, so don't don't tell the social on me trips. He grew up <laughs> he grew up just fine. So anyway, Keezy, there's been a raft of Christmas movies that have come out. None of them have caught my eye anywhere near as much as the one that we're going to talk about in the in the episode today. Aye. And we've also got a top five. Well, we'll go, we're going to read a top ten, I think. Aye, we're of, going to go through the top ten of Christmas movies, and I tell you what, some of the names that we've got here that have fed back to us is nothing short of ridiculous. So, <laughs> you know, I, I just took it upon myself. I said, you know what, I'm going to go into my vast celebrity phone book. And I'm going to see see who I can who I can get to give some feedback for the show, and we were not disappointed at all, were we, mate? No, bro, it was brilliant. I was absolutely buzzing. I see. To be fair to you, I could just be making it up. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm no, I'm no making it up. You know, I'm no making it up. But I, I, you were you were saying there, you were blown away by the feedback that we got. Aye. Um... Because I thought that we were going to put it out on Twitter and we would get like three replies and then we could just talk about each person's list. But then it was like they were coming in left, right and centre. I was like, I can't keep up with this. We got a hell of a lot more than three replies, just put it that way. We've got replies <laughs> from all over the world. And when right. I say that, I'm not exaggerating all over the world for the top to the bottom. We've had replies, and you know the feedback's been been tremendous. Obviously, we're not going to forget Livy Man. He's Aye. he's he's fed his back. We're not going to forget Steve-O either. He's fed his back. Who else have we had? Wait a minute, did Livy Man reply? Well, Livy Man never replied. Livy Man never replied. No, he, he was the only one I thought would that he didn't. <laughs> I hope he's not dead. Our <laughs> <laughs> listening figures are just half. <laughs> what do you mean half them they've been reduced by 80% he listens to the show four times a week <laughs> uh, <laughs> he right, man. I know Andy Andy Livy man you, please god I'm, I'm making a joke but hopefully the guy's alright <laughs> <laughs> no I mean uh, who else have we had what other regular listeners have we had feeding back easy well the main one uh, that, that kind of Started it all and, and told us to do it with Sean. Sean, or Sean, I, my, my wee cousin, um, who's going to be experiencing his first Christmas as a dad this Aye. year. So Probably. I was out getting wee Maisie's present yesterday. Um, I don't know how it'll go down, but do you know what? If you don't like it, you can take it back. All right. <laughs> 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 anyway, aye, so Sean is actually given us a, he's given us a good suggestion this time. So, oh, it's all uh, thanks to him. It's all thanks to Sean Duncan. Why don't we go through a, a few lists first of all? Then we'll, do, then we'll do the review of Fat Man in the middle. Aye, 
Right. And then and then we'll go to our, uh, the top list of, the list of top tens, eh? Right. Okay. Right. Okay, doc. So, um, right. So I said that we had some ridiculous names, uh, getting back tears on us. Um, we've had them from all over the world. The first one that I got a reply for when I asked somebody who I thought, do you know what? I'll ask him anyway. And within minutes, he came back to me. It must be a heavy duty Christmas head. I know I've spent. I've actually spent a Christmas with this guy in the cat house, and there's photographic evidence of it. So all the way from Orlando, Florida, uh, we've got the current WWE champion Drew McIntyre's Christmas top five. Right, so I'll go. I'll go for the bottom to the top. Coming in at number five, we've got a film that I shamedly have to say I've not seen yet, um, and this one is your favourite, Keezy. Kurt Russell, aye, strapping on the Santa suit. It's Christmas Chronicles. Then we've got at number four a dark Christmas tale. One stop motion, I believe, uh, for a lot of people's yep. favourite director, Tim Burton. We've got the Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, another film that showed up in at number three showed up a lot of on a lot of people's lists. Another one that I've not seen, which I should have seen because I love the main man in it. This is a big green monster, the Grinch, played by Jim Carrey. Um, number two, I'd, I've never even heard of this one. It's right. just it's just called Claws. Straight in at number one, it was only ever going to be one Christmas movie. To be honest with you, I'm surprised that there's been a couple left off. I'm going to have to have words with through. I hope it, doesn't, hope it doesn't come to blows. Right, but uh, <laughs> I we've got Jingle all the way, Big Arnie. I don't know if that's a WWE connection there, Keezy, and Vince has Aye. told him, yeah, you better get Jingle all the way in there, Drew. You're representing this company right now. You know what I mean? Um, I, I was surprised by his top five as well. I thought like, the diehards and that would definitely be in there. Die and I was, going to do a, I was going to pretend to like, slaughter his list. <laughs> I thought it would be funny with me slaughtering a guy that could kill me in one <laughs> with one kick one fell swoop they claim <laughs> claim all your heat off into the non-existent crowd that's the film that you mentioned though it jumped out to me as well Klaus right so aye. I watched it aye any good it's straight into my top five seriously aye it's it absolutely blew me away what is, what is it about? Like, you need, is, it's obviously not going to be in the top 10 because only you and Drew have heard it. I, the, the only two that put it in off a list. That. Right. Tell me about this movie then. So this is it's a Netflix animation, right? Right. And because of the name it and the style of animation, I just thought it was like a foreign movie, so I'd never paid attention to it. Mm-hmm. But what it's about is it's, uh, it's a spoiled, rich, young guy that's a layabout. Uh, right. He doesn't do anything and his dad owns the postal service or whatever the, the, the multi-millionaires right and uh, his dad as a punishment says to him right uh, you're going to work as a postman for the worst town in the world and they get sent to this town that's famous for two rival clans fighting each other right right and he's and he said he's tasked with he has to post six thousand letters or he gets caught out the will Right. Which is which is impossible. But then there's an old an old uh, man in the woods that's a, that's also a toy maker and his name's Klaus. 
And it's just a new retelling of the, the story of Santa Claus with a completely different spin on it. And it's it's absolutely amazing. Klaus, right, I need to watch that. And you said that's a Netflix movie, aye? Aye, it got nominated for the Best Animation at the Oscars, but lost out to Toy Story 4. But or even, don't take my word for it. Take the word of the WWE World Champion. Aye, I think that's I think we're best to take the word of Big Drew, aren't we? So I'm, going to, I'm definitely going to give that a go, if nothing else, so that I've got something to talk to Drew about the next time I see him. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, doke. So we're moving on there, and like I said, that was that was one... One part of America, we're going to go to South America now. Uh, the country is Uruguay. And the person who sent this in is my big mate, Russell, who moved over there when he met a bird off the internet and married her. Fair play to you, big man. Right. Aye. So um, he's had to have a wee think, he says. But in at number five, the first, the first person to mention this one, it's Planes, Trains and Automobiles, an absolute classic yeah, movie. Oh, Tre- tremendous film. Um, and at number four, one I know that you love, Keezy, is It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. Then we've got right. number three, which is not quite your traditional Christmas movie, but I definitely count it as a Christmas movie, and we're going for Gremlins. Right. And at number two, the greatest movie ever made, Home Alone. <laughs> and in at number one, now this is, this is contentious for a lot of people, Keezy, but... You know my thoughts on it. You know your thoughts on it. Uh, we're going for Die Hard. Now, Die Hard pops up in quite a few lists and I wouldn't actually be surprised to see it being top of the top 10, to be honest with you. But <laughs> No spoilers, no spoilers. We'll, we'll get to that point anyway. We'll get to that point at some, at some juncture in the show. Aye, so um, another one. That's that's amazing. All the way for Uruguay when you think about it, mate. We get word Aye. on Football Daft this week with that we are the number one podcast in the Cayman Islands. Aye. You never know, maybe Big Russell can spread the word and me and you can be the number one podcast in Uruguay. What do you think? I'd be delighted with that. <laughs> you better believe it. <laughs> right, so as I said, we've got an international feel to this episode now. So we're moving on from South America and we're going all the way to China where Barry McWilliams has given <laughs> us his top five list. <laughs> That's amazing, isn't it? All the way to China, Keezy. <laughs> Un- unbelievable unbelievable so and at number five we've got Muppets A Christmas Carol and at number four we've got Love Actually and at number three we've got Jack Frost and at number two Big Drew's number one Jingle All The Way and in it rightfully so and at number one we've got Home Alone <laughs> right, uh, do you want to read a few out now? Aye I mentioned um, it was Sean's idea Aye. And the the one one film of his that stood out was Polar Express that he was raving about. Aye. But sorry to tell you, Sean, but uh, only two votes for that film. Only two votes. Aye. Oh, so, give uh, <laughs> you Sean's top five then. Uh, number five, Scrooge. Ah. Number four, Polar Express. Number three, Die Hard. Number two, Home Alone, which has been beaten out by number one. The Muppets Christmas Carol. Muppets Christmas Carol. So many people love that movie, and again, I've still not seen it. I, need, I promised <laughs> you last year I would watch it, but I will watch Aye. it this year. I don't know why I don't want to watch it, but I just don't, all right? Maybe, <laughs> maybe the ghost of Christmas past will come down and take me through what will happen if I don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, I'll go for a celebrity. Right, okay. And it's from 
Chewing the Fat and Still, still Game is the man himself, Greg Hemphill. Excellent. And he had, he had the same top five as me. Well, sorry, the, the same five films in his top five until Drew changed one of mine. Oof. Uh, his is number five, Home Alone. Number four, Muppets Christmas Carol. Number three, Die Hard. Number two, It's a Wonderful Life. And number one, Trading Places. Trading Places. What a film. An absolute belter. <laughs> a belter. Do you know, a, a couple of people have mentioned Trading Places. And for some reason, it never comes into my head when I think of a Christmas movie. It, I know. It doesn't, do you know what I mean? I, I don't know why, because it is very Christmassy when you think about it. You know Aye, I mean? oh, definitely. Aye. Right, so uh, that's, a, that's the first wee list of top fives here. We're not going to have time to mention everybody's on the show, but we will get th- uh, try our best to get through as many as we can. Um, this week saw the release of a Christmas movie that since i seen the, the trailer live on the podcast... Don't know if you remember that episode, Keezy, when you said, have, aye, a look, have a wee look at this. I've been buzzing. I've been buzzing for this movie. I really have. Um, it's something completely different. It's got a great cast. And it is, without a shadow of a doubt, a Christmas movie. As, as dark as it is, it's a aye. Christmas movie. Now, uh, I'm talking about Fat Man, the, the new movie with Mel Gibson and Walton Goggins. Um, and i tell you something. It's... I thought it was going to be a comedy. Genuinely, even uh, with the even with the trailer, I thought it was going to be a comedy. But it is a straight down the line thriller, I suppose you would uh, say, wouldn't you? It's like it, it kind of turns the whole idea of Santa Claus on its head. Well, it's kind of it's different people that do the job as Santa, but it comes. It's Mel Gibson's been the Santa Claus for X amount of years. Um, there's a wee boy who. Keezy, you'll agree with me. It was this wee guy was amazing in the good boys. It was brilliant oh, in the good right, boys. Right. And anything I've seen this wee guy and he's been brilliant. And you know he plays a nasty wee bastard in this. And oh. he play he plays it so well as well, doesn't that he? He's really what, good. what a performance for the wee guy. You want you've never wanted to see a child murdered as much <laughs> in your entire life. <laughs> that, that's the truth. Um, I'm no, I'm no backers on that one. No backsies. Keezy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I loved this film, man. I, I really did um, love this film. I thought it was tremendous. I sat, I sat down, and do you know what? I had had some feedback for a couple of people when I found out that it was out. One person in particular said it was tremendous. It was a great watch. But somebody who I would usually trust, um, with movies, my mate Brian from work, he said that it wasn't great. I felt as if it went by in about half an hour. It was a it was a great film. There again, one of the films that there's no lulls in. There was no there was no slow parts. You, uh, you you were introduced to the characters. You knew their reasons for doing what they were doing. Um, straight away, straight off the bat, I thought uh, Santa Claus and his wife had a very relatable relationship. Um, Mel Gibson in the role, yeah, cantankerous old bastard, just. <laughs> Santa's struggling, can't he make ends meet because so many people are on the naughty list now that his, his family are struggling he, he, he can't afford to pay the elves he's, he's going to lose he's, he's going to lose his house basically which is bizarrely no longer in the North Pole, it's somewhere in, in the snowy depths of Canada now um, and it, it's, just a, it's just a great story where the wee boy that we were talking about earlier 
and gets a lump of coal because he's a wee bastard. So he hires a hitman who, in the same vein, was a bad boy when he was a child as well. Right. So as soon as he finds out that he's getting to assassinate Santa Claus, he's all in. Now, that, that, that hitman's played by Walton Goggins, who if you know Walton Goggins at all, you just know that this is the sort of role that's meant for him. Aye. What, what, did, but, what did you think of it all? I thought they were going to, it was going to be like a pantomime stuff. Aye. They were going to be hamming it up. And these two guys played their roles as straight as you could possibly, oh, as aye. if they were going for Oscars or something. I know. It was like, and the whole storyline is, it's, as you said, it's not a comedy. I thought it was a slow build, but I wasn't bored or anything like that. It, they built it and built it up to the big finale, and it was excellent. Mel Gibson, I definitely recommend it. It's a good action film. And, aye, um, as Mel Gibson mentions at one point, he says, uh, do you think I got this job because I'm a fat, jolly man? And that, <laughs> that there, that's the turning point where you know, right, don't fuck with this Santa. I definitely recommend this. See if you can get this watched before Christmas. It's no one for the kids. Right, obviously, but if you can get this watch before Christmas, I think you'll really enjoy it. I, I do. I think it'll. It's a. It's a great film, and it's going to stand the test of time as a Christmas film as well. I definitely. I got it on Amazon Prime, uh, four quid or something. It went, and uh, that's how I watched it, and uh, I thoroughly see. enjoyed it. But um, my mum, my mum wanted to watch it as well, mm-hmm. so we watched it, and uh, see the bit when Walton Goggins phones the North Pole or, or wherever that Aye. area is and he says I'm looking for Chris Kringle Aye. and then the guy hangs up so I started laughing and my mum's like ah, um, who the hell's Chris Kringle I thought he was looking for Santa Claus your mum didn't know who Chris Kringle was no has <laughs> she never seen Miracle <laughs> on 34th Street <laughs> that was the only reason Elaine knew because she ended up texting Elaine for backup but Elaine knew because uh, she likes Miracle on 34th Street, but I she didn't have a clue. She, she, she'd never heard of that in her life. My God. I'm going to need uh, words with Morig, man. I I tell her I'll be down tomorrow to rectify this. We're going to watch as many Christmas movies with Chris Kringle in it as possible. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> what, what a day. <laughs> anyway. Um, what's your, what's your score? For me, I'm going to go... I'll go three and a half out of five. Aye. I'll, uh, I'll join you, but I'll say three and a half as well. Aye, so uh, Fat Man with Walton Goggins and the mad anti-Semite, Mel Gibson. <laughs> it's a complete change for all the other Christmas films that have been Aye, dumped onto Netflix. Like Aye, mate. Operation Everyone. Christmas Drop and all this trash. So this was something, something for us. Right, so Keysbo, we've had, like I said before, we've had... Over a million responses to our top five, <laughs> to our top five list. Um, if we get any other, any other interesting names in that list that we can go through. Aye, your good pal Gredo. Gredo, I put this into the group chat with the boys for football daft, and we got uh, three. We get three lists back. We get Gredo, who was one of the first ones to respond. Uh, we get we get Stevie. Yeah, Stephen Purden, who plays uh, Shelsea Bob on River City and is one of my co-hosts uh, on Football Daft. And we Aye. got John, producer John, John McAnally. He's got his list as well. Now, they, they, they all responded pretty quickly. You know, I know something, I want to call somebody out here, actually. Right? Everybody responded pretty quickly, except somebody who listens to the show religiously. 
I text Big Flex and I said, Flex, give me your top five Christmas movies. And I got it in dribs and drabs. And, you know, he came back at me the day when the list had already been collated and said, <laughs> and said, Tom, does Die Hard count as a Christmas movie? I says, mate, you're too late. I can't even, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even going to entertain that question. You've held, you've kept me hanging on for, <laughs> for five days or something now. And you actually, you should have, you should have your list of Christmas movies. Everybody's got their list of Christmas movies, haven't they? You know, Definitely I mean, I, I, do you know but what? Please yeah. keep listening. <laughs> I, I, please keep, please keep listening, Flex. <laughs> Promise I'll mention you again next week. We love you, really. <laughs> <laughs> right, so but anyway, I thought Grado's Grado's top five. I wanted to highlight it because he started a worrying trend for me. Mm-hmm. I know what this worrying trend is, and it's it's <laughs> it's worrying for me as well. And see <laughs> see if this one's above the one that I'm going to have to fight folk. See if, <laughs> see if, fin- if it finishes in the top 10 higher than another movie, I'm going to take me, my legs, my wee stupid legs as fast as they will, and I'll go to every single one of their doors. Keys, <laughs> um, So his top, uh, Gradle's top five was Elf, Jingle All The Way, Santa Claus The Movie, in second place, Home Alone, and in first place, Home Alone 2. Right. Now, we need to, we do need to address this because I believe you may as well get all the Home Alone tours out the way right now. Keezy. <laughs> right. Now, so nine, nine people, nine people put it ahead of Home Alone. Nine people put it ahead. Right. I demand that these people be named and shamed right now. Who are they? <laughs> <laughs> so we've got long-time listener. Andy Williamson and his wife, Abby. Andy and uh, Abby have both went for Home Alone 2 ahead of Home Alone. Right. That's it. You're not allowed to listen anymore. Right. <laughs> What's the next one? You've already banned Andy before. <laughs> Is it, oh, he snuck back in. Abandoned with good, <laughs> abandoned with good reason. <laughs> We've got uh, my mate Neil went for Home Alone 2 as well. Neil, Neil Tennant. Aye. The lead singer of the Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure you've had that a hundred million times Neil in fact I think the first time I met you I actually said that because I thought you were kidding me on and that was your name member uh, <laughs> right, what, what's your surname Neil Tennant shut up what's your fucking surname my other mate Kieran McKenzie I, I, I see a, I I see a friend here they all seem to be your pals part of Grado <laughs> getting upset about it to the point where this was getting cancelled aye it's not you know what <laughs> Home Alone 2 not only is not better than Home Alone 1 but it turns Macaulay Culkin into a psychopathic killer rather than <laughs> rather than just a wee boy that's trying to save his house it takes the heart out of the first movie alright it adds aye. a wee it adds a wee bit in with the the man the toy shop man and uh, Brenda Fricker it adds a wee bit of heart with they two but if you think that Home Alone 2 is a better movie than Home Alone, then you need your head checked. <laughs> that, that's it. That's as frank as I'm going to be on the subject. And quite, to be quite honest, Keezy, I don't wish to speak about it anymore. <laughs> Fine by me. Another celebrity is a ICW commentator and, and comedian, Billy Kirkwood. Billy Kirkwood, what's Billy been saying to you? Uh, so he's went for a, a almost alternative um top five 
However, he's one of the other culprits as well. So his top five is trading places, gremlins, home alone tour. Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And wait for this one. He's number one. So Home Alone 2 over Home Alone 1 was bad enough. Billy Kirkwood's number one Christmas film. Die Hard 2. Die Hard 2? <laughs> Do you know what? But I'm gonna I'm gonna forgive Billy because he's one of the nicest guys that you'd ever meet, as he'll be the first person to tell you. He's not the sort of person that you would really look towards for a Christmas movie. You know what I mean? No. Uh, <laughs> Billy and see if you see if you get a chance at any point, right? On a, on the first Monday of each month, Billy and the rest of the crew are doing a show on YouTube called uh, Monday Night Improv. Right, and see if you can right. get it. It's a free show, it's on YouTube. It starts at eight o'clock on the first Monday in a month. And we used to go to it live, but because of lockdown, the um, the stand and pretty much all comedy clubs have been shut down. And my friend Billy and a lot of other people who I consider to be friends are basically struggling to make ends meet because of this. So, see if you can go on to YouTube on the first Monday in a month. Get a watch because you will I not be you will not you will not be disappointed. It's funny as hell. Um, but I getting back to it. I'm going to give Billy a pass on the Die Hard Two thing. It was, an, Billy, it was an interesting list for me. It stood out. But anyway, <laughs> you know, Billy, thanks very much for getting in touch and, and giving us oh, a absolutely. list, mate. And we'll, we'll get on to the next one then. Um, we've got Botch Mania's Matthew. But oh, Matthew, if you Botch Mania. Aye, so if you don't know, Botchamania is a YouTube uh, channel that's been running, I think, since the internet started, to be honest with you. Um, what he does is he, he collates a, a video of all the fuck-ups in wrestling over each month <laughs> and puts them all together. And it's a comedy show, and uh, I've been on it myself, and it's it's hilarious. Uh, so if you've got any sort of interest in wrestling, uh, get yourself on YouTube and check out Botchamania. Um, so like, Matthew is an R guy who I would think Matthew would probably have quite quite a different list than than most people would I be right in saying that? It, there's there's two on it that that, that he was the only one that picked them. Um, Blackadder Christmas special, um, then Die Hard Muppets Jingle All the Way, and then he went for Scrooge, but he said the Al Sims one, so a, a much older version of the Christmas right. Carol. So Scrooge, so I kind of one of the one of the retellings of the Christmas Carol. Fair enough, Matthew. Um, again, thanks very much for getting in touch. Right, so um, this is us then. This is the top ten Christmas movies as voted by our friends, family, and listeners. Listeners of the show. So it's nothing to do with us. Your top fives don't count this time. <laughs> don't, don't, don't shout at us for us no. uh, Keezy I, I kind of feel as if you're, you're already setting us up for a controversial ending here the way you're don't, don't, no, no, don't no, blame no, us for no, us no. don't blame us for us <laughs> right. okay um, let's go let's go what if we got in at number 10 first of all I've got a couple of stats first right okay some stats so there was 22 different films that get voted for somebody's number one film really 20, aye that's impressive. But you oh. know what you know what I say, Keezy? It's uh, going back to the days of Ebbeskov, Dalit Aberdeen. Stats are all well and good, but they're like a miniskirt. They look, <laughs> they look good, but they hide what's really important. 
<laughs> I like that. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was one stat. The other one was um, 50 different films were mentioned. 50 different um, films. That's an impressive amount of films, to be honest no. with you. And three movies missed out on the top ten by one vote. Right, so what is the three that missed out then? So the first one was Jingle All The Way. Oh, so, Big Drew is going to be gutted. I know. Big Drew is going to be gutted once he listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he was great at Scott Cinema Club, da. <laughs> going to mention it in a promo. <laughs> I, t- I tell you something. I don't know if any have got any any like podcast or you got a computer or something that you can listen to a podcast for. But I'll tell you something right now. See if you've got a podcast machine and you're not listening to the Great Scott Cinema Club, then you're, you're going down a wrong road. And I'm going to be standing at the end of that road waiting to claim or the head clean off you. <laughs> Mate, we could do a whole episode and just pretend that he has come on the show but you do <laughs> an impression. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> um, the, the, the next one to miss out by one vote was Love Actually. Love Actually. Do you know what? i seen a lot of people had mentioned that. and that's a, I watched that film on the flight to New York when I was going to New York with Big Gravy. And uh, what the hell were they doing showing it in the middle of March on the plane? I don't know, but <laughs> I tell you something, I enjoyed it. It's a good film. Yeah, it's a good film, aye. Um, and this one is all down to your uh, pal Spud or Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick. What did what's he who, what's he done? Who he's gave all... us his top five? Right. But changed one at the last minute. Right. And it's cost this film its place in the top ten. So he switch, So he put Die Hard two in, and he took out Gremlins. Gremlins hasn't made the top ten. No. Jesus Christ, Spud! What have you done? <laughs> oh, I'm going in a of words with him. I really, I really am going in a of words with him. That's devastated me because, as you know, Gremlins is in my top list. Aye. So, so ah, Christ, I'm gutted at that. I'm gutted. But, you know, we live and learn. It is a democracy. This is, <laughs> this is not a dictatorship. Uh, and, you know, we've just got to uh, take, our, take our medicine and, and move on. And everybody so, that voted for Gremlins is now switched off. That's it. Nobody will ever listen again. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Run my, my podcast. Cheers, mate. Um, okay, so, right, number 10 is... The Grinch. The Grinch at number ten. This was this is my big mate Eugene's favourite, I think. He's he's Grinch daft and Jim Carrey daft. But uh, give me some give me some names that mentioned the Grinch Keezy. So you're right. Eugene had it at his number one film. Our mate Shug, he had it at uh, number four. Ewan Cameron, forgot about him. Sorry, Ewan. No, I don't Uh, don't worry about Ewan Cameron. He's in my bad books (laughs) now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's picked it as well, so, um, and a, a few others, so I, number number 10 for the Grinch, did the Jim, the Jim Carrey one, Aye. um, I know you hadn't seen it, so I watched it today. Aye, any good? It, it was, it was alright, I a think lot. it's another one of these, if you yeah. watch it at the time, Aye, you love it. special place for you, but. A lot of people have told I, me that the, car- the cartoon one that was released a couple of years ago is much better, so. 
Yeah. Aye, that look, I've not seen that. That looks good as well. But that All was right. number 10, beating out the Gremlins. Right. We need to talk a bit about the fact that the Grinch is more popular than Gremlins. Because Gremlins, <laughs> even though it's a film that when you watched it when you were younger, you'd love it. I think people, if they watch it now, Gremlins is still a fresh movie. You know what I mean? It's not It's not the sort of movie that... It's not aged badly, if you know what I mean. No. It's, not, no. it's a great film. And you know what? I love Jim Carrey, but um, I don't know. I think we need to reassess this whole thing. Maybe the Gremlins suffered because it's not a traditional Christmas movie, is it? It's not a traditional Christmas movie, you're right. Aye, I suppose the Grinch is more traditionally Christmassy. Um, and listen, who doesn't love Dr. Seuss? True. Aye, so... We'll accept it. We have to accept it. I will. Like we said, that's it. We're not the Donald Trump of the fucking podcast uh, business. You know what I mean? We we see the votes. We've accepted the votes, and you know, we we happily move on. Aye, and I've got my list here, and I've checked it twice. Oh, a wee oh, Christmas, a wee Christmas joke for Keezy there. Nice one. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, which brings us on to number nine. Uh, one of your favourites, Santa Claus the movie. Belter. Absolute belter. Have you watched this yet? Aye. I what promise you, you I would, and I finally watched it. Mate, I, I can't see you getting through that movie without at least one tear trickling down your cheek. Nah, there wasn't. Did you not like it? I can see why people like it, and I, I'm not going to... That's 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 one of the ones that you probably had to see years ago to be fair. Aye. To still appreciate it, but it's a great film, and like you say, I I think that was number five on my list actually. Aye, so, right. And, uh, I would say that the standout performance was John Lithgow. Yeah, aye, he's a bastard, isn't he? <laughs> he's yeah, brilliant, mate. Do you know what? I've got a new appreciation for John Lithgow. Any time I see him in anything, he's always brilliant. But he's not one of the actors that you would go like that. Oh, do you know who'd have been brilliant in that role? John Lithgow. I know. <laughs> Again, you've just got him in The Crown recently, which Aye. I thought he was absolutely outstanding. Aye. Outstanding as Winston Churchill. So I did. Um, Aye, so... Aye, we'll take that one. We'll, we'll, we'll move on for Santa Claus the movie. And uh, if we got any... Uh, who's Who voted for it, Keezy? It must have had more than, than Gremlins. So a lot, of people, a lot of people put it in their top uh, ten. But only uh, one person, I think, had it as a number one film. Only one. And that was uh, Neil Tennant again. Neil, good choice, Neil. Fair play to you, mate. Aye, he's redeemed himself. Aye, definitely. <laughs> number eight. I know you like this one. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Belter. Belter of film. Now, I've mentioned them before and I'm not a fan of Chevy Chase whatsoever. Um, purely on his reputation, to be honest with you. Um, but Aye. it's this is an absolute classic. The Griswold's Christmas Vacation, do you know what I mean? And Aye. it's as slapstick as it is and as daft as it is. Everybody's been in that position, especially if you're a parent as well, wondering where everything's coming for, waiting for that last paycheck to go through to, to get the, get the <laughs> dosh. And, but luckily none of us have got a uh, brother that's psycho enough to kidnap her boss if we don't get the check through. So, <laughs> but this has got some absolutely classic scenes, like the scenes where he's trying to put up the Christmas lights. It's Aye. topper. Have you seen this movie, Keezy? I've seen it, but I can't. 
I can't. Uh, I, I watched it with Stuart like years ago. He had it on his list, but I, I can't remember much about it. Mate, you should go back and watch it before Christmas. So it'll be on the telly likely at some point. There is some absolute classic scenes in this movie. I'm actually surprised it's no higher on the list. To be honest with you, no. But it is, it is a strong top seven. I would say. So what's what's next then? The next one is we can now relax. She's in oh, number yeah. seven. Beauty, thank fuck. <laughs> it's Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2, right. Now that, I'm, now that I can relax and it's not going to beat Home Alone, I love Home Alone 2. But it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's nowhere near as good as Home Alone. I'm, I'm not having no. it. I'm not having no. it at all. It's nowhere near as good as Home Alone. As, as fresh and original as Home Alone was, I think quite a lot of this has been... Uh, quite a lot of it's been repeated in Home Alone 2. You know what I mean? So... I I, definitely It was like It's regurgitated jokes Only not as good I thought Aye Aye And like I said before While the jokes In Home Alone Are are good And They're funny I think quite a lot Of Home Alone 2 Ventures down The psychopathic route And Do you know what I mean See if somebody Chucks a brick Off the top of a building And it hits you Square in the head You're dead Right (laughs) And, and I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show before, but see if you can go onto YouTube and type in Home Alone with Blood. Right? <laughs> and Keezy, it'll be one of the best half an hours that you've ever spent going through these videos. It's I'll hilarious. Um, and Family Guy touched on it as well, um, saying that if uh, Home Alone with, with uh, capable robbers. Right? They, they walk <laughs> in and we go, oh, watch yourself, there's cars on the floor there. And <laughs> <laughs> the, wee guy, the wee guy comes to the top of the stair and they just shoot him in the head and they go like right no witnesses and they just rob the house <laughs> aye so um, Home Alone 2 is definitely a, a it's one for the for the violent kids I think but I don't aye. know if, I don't know if I would show it to too many kids because let's be honest if they get ideas for that movie you're fucked <laughs> uh, Home Alone 2 definitely had me written for the the wet bandits or the sticky bandits, whatever the hell they were uh, called they were in the, that one. They were the wet bandits in the first one. They were the sticky uh, bandits in the second. <laughs> I was, it was a sigh of relief when the the votes were counted, and I saw that uh, yeah. sanity had prevailed. Aye, uh, sanity had prevailed indeed. Amazing. <laughs> right, so uh, that was number seven. What have we got at number six? So the next two films were a duel mm-hmm. between me and your favourite films. All right, so yours is going. Yours is going to prevail I would think <laughs> Aye. and at number six is Scrooged uh, I can understand why I can understand why but for me this is my favourite Christmas movie of all time as much as I love Home Alone this is definitely my favourite Christmas movie Bill Murray is tremendous in it it's a fresh interpretation of the Christmas Carol story Aye. scary in parts the way that the the Christmas Carol was supposed to be to terrify mm-hmm. Wayne's into being good, basically. Um, it's it's got uh, Bobcat Goldthwait in it. What's not to love? It's uh, it's got Indiana Jones's bird in it as well. Um, so that's right, Karen Allen. Of course, aye, aye, Karen Allen. Every every young boy's fantasy at that point in time. So <laughs> I, I think that's why it's uh, it's got a, a special place for me. But it's the sort of film that when you go back. You remember bits and you go, oh aye, and ha ha ha, and have a wee laugh, but Bill Murray's oh, aye. in it. It's, it, it, wasn't, it didn't make my top five, but I still like it. It's 
funny. It was a bit loud and annoying at times for me. I hate aye. the guy that gets fired. Aye. I take aye. it that's the guy you were talking about. Aye, shop uh, Bobcat Goldsway, aye, for Police Academy. Aye. Oh, his voice goes through me. <laughs> no, I'm the same. I'm the same. <laughs> So many noises that come out my dog sound like Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's, it's still funny um, and it's worthy its place in the, the top 10. No it doubt should, about that. It should be top five though. <laughs> but it's missed out in the top five and I was worried at one point about this film. I don't think I should make it into the top 10 to be honest with you mate. Thankfully, it picked up a bit of momentum, and if it wasn't in the top ten, we would be doing this episode. Um, so I'll take t- I'll take number five for it, and it's it's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life, eh? I've still not seen this film. <laughs> this film it's... is older than my gran. <laughs> is, what is it? It's a wonderful life. Is it kind of like a? Is it a bit like a Christmas Carol? A wee bit, aye. What it's about is it's Jimmy Stewart plays George Bailey and it starts off with him on a bridge about to commit suicide. Right. And there's like angels looking down on him and talking about it. And uh, there's like a being in heaven called Clarence who isn't an angel yet and he's given the assignment to to, save George Bailey. And if he saves him, does he he get his wings? If he does it, he becomes an angel. Um, so what, what what the film does, it looks at, looks at George Bailey's entire life and shows you why it, it drove him to this point. Right. And uh, so it takes you through the guy's life. Um, and then he comes up with the idea of showing him what his life would, what the world would have been like if he wasn't born. Aye, so it's kind, it's kind of like, it's kind of like uh, Christmas Carol, eh? Similar, but it's it's a tearjerker. It's funny. It's heartwarming. It's just an absolute bloody masterpiece. However, though, it's, it has to be watched in black and white because I watched it in a, that glorious Technicolor, and it, it lost a, a bit of its magic. It wasn't as good, so Aye. I'll only ever watch the black and white version. And you need to watch it because it's amazing, and you'll love it. Right, I'll need to get a bash then. Um, <laughs> so, what's next then in the list after you cheated me out of the top five? <laughs> uh, number four is um, I'm up. It's Christmas Carol. I need to start watching Christmas movies, man. <laughs> Honestly, it's a, a cracker by all accounts. Um, Michael Caine Aye. is uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. Um, Kermit the Frog is Kermit the Frog. Miss Piggy is Miss Piggy. Wow, are you not? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we spoke about it before, and I'll just I'll basically just regurgitate what I said the last time. Right, it's um it's one of the greatest stories ever written, Christmas Carol, but it's produced by Disney, and it's starring the Muppets, and it's starring one of the greatest actors that Britain has ever produced. Not just Britain. So you mix all that. Yeah. Not just Britain, one of the greatest. Oh, aye, the world. I've got right, on aye. a pair of acting shoes. <laughs> and he's absolutely phenomenal in this. As Sean says, he's acting his socks off with Muppets. Um, it's got great songs. It's funny, it's heartwarming, 
and you mix all that together, what you've got is a masterpiece. Amazing. Like you say, sir, you touch on it, Michael Caine, uh, the fact that he's able to pull off a performance that everybody raves about, <laughs> surrounded by fucking puppets. You know what I mean? <laughs> but this, this gets into the top five, but Gremlins doesn't. Fuck off. Not <laughs> <laughs> we said we would, we would accept it and move on. I know, but listen, if we're going down the route of puppet acting... <laughs> True, I, I, <laughs> I suppose a, a wee green scaly monster isn't quite as popular as a, as a wee green furry monster. <laughs> Kermit the Frog. Right, anyway, um, Muppets Christmas Carol, is that number four? Number four, aye. So we're going so for the top it. three now. I'm trying to decipher. Right, I, I know two of them. I know two of them, but I can't, I can't even think of the other one. <laughs> yeah. uh, right, so it's going to be a surprise for me So what have we got coming in at number right. three? Number three Answering the the question That gets asked every Christmas Once and for all Is this a Christmas movie? You bet your ass it is It's Die Hard Die Hard in at number three The third greatest Christmas movie of all time <laughs> And I'm not even going to argue with it I'm not no. it's like, right, I'm putting down my facts For the reason why Die Hard is a Christmas movie Right, Aye. number number one, the guy is going to spend Christmas with his wife. Aye, that's it. That's the reason. <laughs> I thought you were going to write more things that let it snow in the. Ah, I know, but uh, you've got let it snow. You've got ho ho ho. Now I've got a gun. Uh, you know what I mean. But the fact of the matter is, this whole movie is about a man trying to get home to spend Christmas with his wife. Aye, that that is the. Be all and end all, it is one hundred percent a Christmas movie, and I won't hear a word said against it. All right. <laughs> I mean, you know that we love Die Hard. God, Absolutely. We can talk about it all night. Um, Let's but, do that. <laughs> but it's actually one of my favourite Christmas memories of recent years. Um, I think it was one of the first years we went to my sister's house for Christmas dinner, and um, I think my dad was on his second bottle of wine, and I've never seen my dad drinking anything other than vodka and beer in my life so he was uh, rocking steamboats right? and he's like ah, wait till I tell you about this film I watched the other night he says oh, this is me now playing my dad right? Right. <laughs> he's like ah, I had the house to myself Terry was blaring and this film came on oh it, it blew me away there's a bit this guy he goes to he goes to an office Christmas party and in a big building and then these terrorists come. And it's, it's him against them. Oh, I was kicking every ball. I'm so I was. And his big pal outside, he was helping them. And they, oh, your pal, your pal, Graham, he was in it as well. The sheriff, he was the baddie. Oh, he was brilliant in it. And oh, this guy, oh, I was... I just, I didn't know if he was going to do it or not. <laughs> right? So I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. But I knew like two seconds what the hell he was talking about. Aye. Just he kept going on about it. And he's like, oh... What a film, boy. Some stuff. And my mum's looking at me. Alec, are you describing Die Hard to us? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, ah, that's it, Die Hard. What a film that was. I'm like, this is the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> and there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You've just had the best story that you're ever going to hear on this podcast. <laughs> but, but the question I'm sure that's on every single person that's listening's lips, Keezy, is... Was it better than the Shawshank? <laughs> I've asked him that as a joke, and he all he said, he all he kept saying was, 
But it's some stuff. It's some stuff. <laughs> he, was, he wasn't. He wasn't getting. Into, he wasn't taking that on. <laughs> That's a filter, man. An absolute filter. Super Al. What a guy. Yeah. Honestly, and I asked him what his uh, his favourite Christmas movie was. Aye. I know he would have a top five, but was like, what was your favourite Christmas movie? And he says, uh, "Oh, the day they gave the babies away." I was like, "What is that?" Mate, somebody came in with one called "The Day the Reindeers Died." I know. Oh I my like, god! I was like, "I'd want nothing to do with that movie." <laughs> the day the day they gave the babies away must have been the sequel to that. <laughs> <laughs> People must have been crying into their turkey. Oof, I know. Anybody, <laughs> wa- anybody that watches a movie called The Day They Gave the Babies Away at Christmas is a psychopath. <laughs> Probably love Home Alone too. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Right, Keezy. Die Hard, that's it. Cut and dried. Super Al loves it. It's, <laughs> it's in the top three. I'll be honest, I'm surprised that it's not higher. Right. I cannot think what's going to be the other one in the top two. But I think, <laughs> listen, let's be honest with you, no, no spoilers or anything like that, but I think we all know what's going to win this list, don't we? If we're being honest with ourselves, right? So <laughs> what is, what's coming in at number two? So in at number two, just beating Die Hard is Elf. Elf? Fucking hell, of course. Elf. <laughs> How the hell did I not think of Elf? Elf is an absolute beauty. An right. absolute cracker of a movie. And see the hell they had to go through to get this movie made. Right. Unbelievable. But also Jim Carrey was supposed to play, play Buddy. Was he? Beginning. Aye. It, it was actually written with him in mind. Uh, and he turned it down, I think. And right. then they ended up with Will Ferrell and the rest is history. You know, like I say, this is a, a movie that if you show to anybody that's got any sort of comedic uh, bones in their body, they'll love it. Even, even as daft as it is, you know what I mean? Like, so understated. This was Will Ferrell's first real starring role. This movie made Will Ferrell into an absolute superstar. It's a staple at Christmas now, isn't it? It really is. It, Absolutely, aye. A, a long way... Like your your uh, it's a wonderful life and Home Alone and Die Hard and what have you. This is this is a, one of these movies. I'd say it's the most recent classic Christmas movie. Definitely, aye, aye. It's earned its place amongst all those films now. Absolutely, aye. It's as you say, it's hilarious. The he's brilliant in it, um, and all the supporting cast are great as well. Um, Zoe, even Zoe Deschanel's good on it. Aye, aye. <laughs> And, and <laughs> you know, I've never been able to look at her the same way since 500 Days of Summer. But when, when, I, when I put Elf on, I, it's, it definitely makes me appreciate her again. Um, it's a different take on it again. It's a, if you've not seen Elf, basically, Will Ferrell plays a human who has been adopted um, by the North Pole. Um, he's fish out of water, decides he wants to go and find out who his, his real parents are. Or his real dad, sorry. And Aye. turns out that his dad's one of the Corleone. Sonny, <laughs> Sonny Corleone's his dad, you know what I mean? <laughs> even, even when he first meets him and stuff like that, and he, he sings a song to him and stuff, it's just something it's so excruciatingly like cringy, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, James okay. can reaction to all that is tremendous. Aye, he's brilliant. Uh, apparently, he had a reputation of being a complete bastard to work with. 
and, and when he walked on to the set, folk were like, what's this guy going to be like? And he just stood up and goes like, I'm, I'm Jimmy Can, and I'm a dream. <laughs> and they go like, uh, what, what are you talking about? And he says, that's what I want you to tell anybody when they ask you what it was like working with Jimmy Can. And they're like, this guy's all right, kind of thing, you know what I mean? So, and I, he, he, he was all in on it and all, wasn't he? Him and oh, Mary Steenburgen as well, plays, plays his wife, Elf, from start to finish. It's just a, it's pure nostalgia for me because I watched it just before I uh, went to New York. And when I went to New York, it had snowed. And it, it had snowed properly. It was like a real, right. absolute, throw down of snow and Central Park was completely white and we drove through it and then the scene with the snowball fight Aye. It, it, mate honest to god that's exactly what it looked like I'm certain I've seen Elf before what year did Elf come out? 2003 2003 so it, it would have been 2004 I went to New, New York Aye, so I've seen Elf first so when we're, dri- when we're driving through uh, Central Park mate it was Honest to God, that she try to stop herself from jumping out the taxi to get a snowball fight. <laughs> it was amazing. Such, a, such an amazing place, especially at that time of year. Aye, um, that's what I said to you before as well. I've never been known for loving Christmas or anything. I used to wear a bar humbug hat at, at, when I used to work in the bank. Um, but when I went to New York the week before Christmas, I turned into Buddy the Elf. Aye, I it know. was just amazing. World's greatest <laughs> cup of coffee. Congratulations. <laughs> wow. <Brilliant. laughs> aye, but it's, like I say, it's just an absolute classic. If you start to finish, oh, the laughs come right from the beginning all the way to the end. If you've not seen Elf, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Everybody's favourite director now, uh, John Favreau. John Favreau. Um, he set out to make a Christmas classic and he, he delivered. Oh, I smashed it, mate. Absolutely smashed it. Without a doubt. So that brings us to number one. What could Aye. it be? What, uh, could, what, what could number one be, Keezy? <laughs> does, does there even a point of doing a drum roll? Well, Keezy, I'm <laughs> going to tell you this now, mate. I've just been scrolling through the, the channel list there, and Channel 5 has got a, mo- a documentary on just now called Home Alone, semicolon, Britain's favourite Christmas movie. And <laughs> uh, do you know something? They're no lying, are they? Let's no. be honest. It won it by a mile uh, on it, our list as well. I, and it's, it, this movie is so good that although it is predominantly a Christmas movie, you can watch this movie at any point during the year. Why? Definitely. And we've spoke about it ad nauseum. You know, you've got Joe Aye. Pesci, Daniel Stern, Macaulay Culkin, all absolutely acting their socks off. Joe Pesci for the first time in his life, he had to create a language so that he didn't swear. Because <laughs> every, every move, Joe Pesci's first, first reaction, if he grabs a roasting hot door handle and burns his hand, he's going, are you fucking... Do you know what I mean? That's what he's going to be doing. <laughs> but uh, the director, um, John Hughes, had said to him, listen, can he swear? So he invented his own language and he kinda had <laughs> he kinda had a muttly kind of thing going on. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> even Probably. even the greatest actors when they're given a role that they know is worthy of them, they're gonna they're gonna change it up so that they can fit to that role rather than making the role fit to them. Which is fair well, see the the film that appears in Home Alone? Yes. 
It was you that told me that that was a fake film. Ah, I'd be looking for that. Hello, I know. <laughs> I'd be looking for that film for years. I was like, that film looks brilliant. And, and <laughs> flop, and flop every Saturday, scrolling through on the DVDs. Excuse me, mate. Have you got Angels with Filthy Souls? Yeah, he's looking at you as if you've got fucking two heads. Know what I mean? Aye. <laughs> Aye. The, the look of disgust in your face when I when I said that to you, you're like. You kid me on? It was a made-up movie. <laughs> <laughs> what about the big mountain of ice cream that he puts his cell at? <laughs> There's no way he's finishing that. I don't care what MD says. But aye, Home Alone aye. is the quintessential Christmas movie. It's got, it's got laughs, it's got heartfelt moments, it's got moments where you're a wee bit feared, you don't know how it's going to turn out. It's got... Aye. Get people being redeemed, like the the old man across the road. Right. You've got the the peril where you don't think that the ma's going to get home in time. You've got John Candy, who turns right. up for twenty five pound for his shift, you know I mean? <laughs> and it's just an absolute belter. And we mentioned on the last episode that um about that John Williams was the did the film score, but I forgot to mention how awesome the film score is. Aye. It's like three or four different amazing parts oh. to it. It's just tremendous. Oh, that's Harry Potter. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, mate, sorry, a wee tidbit, actually. Um, when I was recording Football Daft yesterday, uh, Grado told me that, he, obviously, he's on the radio now, uh, for Go Radio, <laughs> right? And guess who he interviewed uh, a couple of days ago? Who? Buzz. <laughs> Buzz, Buzz for Home Alone. Buzz, Buzz for Home Alone, mate. Aye. Buzz is a huge fan of Scotland, believe it or not. Aye. Aye, apparently Grado went on. He's like, uh, my brother get married in Scotland and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, uh, and I love a bridey. I love brideys, man. You can only get brideys <laughs> in Scotland. I love a bridey. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Just makes you think about Buzz sitting there with his hackett bird firing into br- uh, brideys on the couch <laughs> on, on Air Beach or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but aye, there you go. There's, a, there's an exclusive for you. Um, Buzz, is a, Buzz is a Scotland fan. Aye, <laughs> so that, that brings us to the end of the list then, mate. That's top us. 10, top 10 for Christmas. Right, we were going to do a Christmas movie quiz actor battle, however... For some reason, we couldn't find a random generator to generate a Christmas movie. So we're going to do an actor quiz movie battle instead. <laughs> right. Um, now, I don't know if this guy was in many Christmas movies, Keezy, but the name that it's landed on is none other than River Phoenix. Now, Brilliant. River Phoenix, for his short career, had a few classics to his name. Aye. Um, so get get tossing the coin, Keezbo, and we'll see who goes first. Right. I, ho- I hope I go first. <laughs> uh, you calling it? Yeah, I'll go for heads. Heads it is. You have to answer. Right. River Phoenix, actor quiz, movie battle. I'm going to go for Stand By Me, obviously. Right. Um, Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade. That was the only other one I had, I think. <laughs> well, was he in my own private Idaho? Oof. I think that may actually be a TV show. I'm not sure. Was he in it? Tell me he was in it, Keezy. <laughs> uh, yes, he was. Yeah, fucking beauty. Yes, that's me. That's me out now. If you get one here. 
then it's a draw. <laughs> I've got one. What is it? Sneakers. Sneakers. I like to say the basketball diaries, but I don't think he was in it. By the way, I don't have any anyway. So it's a draw. A draw at Christmas. Beautiful. Nah, basketball diaries came out in ninety five. Ah so it's a draw then. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I think that's a fair way to end it. Eh, the last the last show of the year. Guy. A happy draw in the actor quiz movie battle. Which means that I'm still on my streak. I've not lost for the last four episodes or something, Keysbo. That's oh. right. <laughs> <laughs> so well played, mate. I can't believe I've pulled my own private idol out, Marcel. Oh, that, was, that was some stuff. That was well played. <laughs> mate, I've had some fun here today. I'm glad I've managed to get this done before Christmas. I hope everybody enjoys the episode, uh, as short as it Aye. is, actually. But, Aye. you know what? Again, thanks to everybody that get back to us with their lists. You've proven a point that you can't pick movies because Gremlins should have been in the top 10. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, I, for me, again, th- thanks for everyone that uh, sent us in our top fives. It was, I was delighted with the response we got um, and I'm glad we've done the episode. I think I, we've done it justice. Definitely. So, Merry Christmas, troops. And with uh, that... We are out of time. There we go. Jingle all the way.